Welcome back to The Perfect Fit. I am your host, Craig Richards, and today we are talking all things ketogenic diet. Uh, The keto diet has become very popular of late, and I wanted to go ahead and dive into it and just give you a quick overview of what it is, how it works, and some of the benefits of it as well. Uh, So let's get started. So a ketogenic diet is traditionally a very high fat diet. If we were to look at your calorie breakdown, pretty much 70 to 75% of your calories are going to be fat. Then you're going to have a moderate protein intake, typically 20 to 25%. And then you're going to have a very low carb intake of about the 5% of your remaining calories are carbohydrates. Uh, Pretty much you're basically going to be taking in vegetables uh, is your uh, main carbohydrate source there. Uh, There are a lot of people out there who say they're on a ketogenic diet, but yet they're still consuming high amounts of protein. Uh, The problem with that is protein is what we call a gluconeogenic which means that you can actually generate glucose from a non-carbohydrate carbon source, such as amino acids. Uh, So if you are consuming a very high protein and very high fat diet, you are not on a ketogenic diet. Normally, how ketogenic a diet works is that your body's fuel source of choice is typically going to be carbohydrates. But if you go very low carb, under 50 grams, your body then switches over to using ketones as its fuel source. And ketones are actually produced in your liver. There are a number of tissues that use and can transfer over from carbs to ketones to use as a fuel source. And those include the liver itself, the brain, muscles, and so on. Uh, But there are two exceptions to that. Uh, Red blood cells and your central nervous system are basically obligated glucose users, meaning that they only use glucose as a fuel source or they run off of that. So you cannot transfer or switch over to ketones using those. Those that use ketogenic diets and have become ketogenic zealots, if you will, say that the ketogenic diet has a metabolic advantage compared to conventional diets. Well, a study done in 2013 actually showed that there was no evidence shown that ketogenic diets had a metabolic advantage, and of late the scientific community has fought back on that, and there is no evidence showing that that is true. I think a big part of why keto has become so popular is because of its fat loss results. And there's a lot of people out there claiming that it is now the superior diet for fat loss. Uh, There were a lot of studies early on comparing keto diets to non-keto diets. Uh, The problem is, is that when they equated for calories, they did not equate for protein intake. So the ketogenic diet actually had more protein in it than the non-keto diet. And protein is thermogenic and it's also the most satiating macro out of protein, carb, and fat. 
of late, oh, there's been a lot of studies where they've compared low-carb or ketogenic diets to either a normal-carb or high-carbohydrate diet to compare the two of which is superior for fat loss. And in 2007, a study done at Arizona State University compared keto to non-keto, but they equated for both calories and protein, and they showed that there was no difference in fat loss between the two. And interestingly enough, in 2012, uh, there was a year-long study, which is very rare, that took 132 test subjects, split them into four groups, which they all equated for calories, and they split them up into a normal protein group with normal carb, normal protein group with low carb, and then the last two were high protein, low carb, and high protein, normal carb. And in the end, there was no difference between the two as far, or the four groups as far as fat loss, if protein was equated for and matched. I think one thing that a lot of people get a little bit misinformed with is that early on in a keto diet, you're potentially going to lose a lot of weight. And I personally have tried the keto diet, and I think within the first week or two, I lost like maybe 9 or 10 pounds. But the majority of that has to do with you're on such a low-carb intake and you're basically getting rid of a food group that your body doesn't have as much glucose, therefore it is not holding as much water. So a lot of that weight early on is water weight. So please do not be deceived by that. Let's move on. I think a big and one of the most interesting parts of keto is its effects on disease. Now, before I dive into this, please understand that this is not me giving you medical advice. This is just what research has shown. And if you do have one of these or even family members that have these diseases, you know, please consult your doctor. Do not take my advice, uh, you know, for gospel. But there definitely has been some benefits shown, uh, specifically in the areas of cancer, epilepsy, and Alzheimer's. Early on, I believe it was the early 1900s, keto was used on ep epilepsy showing that patients who were switched to a ketogenic diet did have less cases of seizures. That does not mean it cured it, but there were less cases. Uh, moving on to Alzheimer's, you know, they believe that Alzheimer's is partly due to insulin resistance in the brain, meaning that the brain is not getting enough glucose, which is causing some of these problems. So putting a patient on keto is providing a different source that those brain cells can operate off of, which we've learned you switch over from carbohydrate to ketones. So giving the brain ketones to operate off of can hopefully help slow down some of these symptoms of Alzheimer's. Moving on to cancer. First of all, there are all different types of cancers, hundreds, probably thousands uh, that we don't even know about potentially. 
but one thing that they have shown in common is that they all have dysfunctional mitochondria. The interesting thing is is that cancer cells are what we call obligate glucose users, and I mentioned this before, that cancer cells only use glucose as fuel. Therefore, keto has been a big help in the fact that you're switching over to ketones, you can slow the growth of tumors. And this has actually been shown in research a lot. I think the big thing here is please understand, this does not mean that a ketogenic diet cures cancer. It just slows the growth rate of cancer tumors. And that's huge. I mean, that's amazing stuff right there. And, you know, if, probably if myself or a loved one ended up uh, being diagnosed with cancer, I would want to switch over to that for that reason. Let's talk a little bit about the pros and cons and finish up here. I think as far as the pros of a ketogenic diet is that it's easy for a lot of people. You're cutting out basically an entire food group and that food group is the carbohydrates and you're eating mostly vegetables. So it's easy in that regards. You're burning fat as fuel, which does not mean that you have more fat loss, by the way. It leaves you with a little bit more full or satiating feeling. And a lot of that is due to your blood glucose levels are more stable now because of that low carbohydrate. And then as I just mentioned in a lot of the recent research is that it's helping with some of these diseases, not necessarily curing them, but helping and aiding the progress or growth in some of the symptoms in some of them. I'd say the difficulties with a ketogenic diet, and I've seen this with a lot of people, is that it's not sustainable. People have a very hard time sticking to it long term and many times end up regaining the weight that they lost. Now, does this mean that's everybody? No, some people can sustain a ketogenic diet, but for the most part, I have seen that a lot of people struggle with this. Remember, back to my first uh, topical episode, I talked about the different types of diets and that it doesn't necessarily work for someone else just because it works for you. You know, I remember overhearing a trainer talking to a client one time. She was mentioning that she was having trouble losing some weight and that she mentioned though that she loved carbs and his first response was let's do a ketogenic diet <laughs> which baffles me because if someone says that they love carbs and they enjoy those and then you're going to put them on a ketogenic diet they're not going to be able to sustain that and we definitely have to find something that will work for you long term i think when you look at a diet for fat loss can you see yourself eating this way for three months and beyond. That's just a little bit about the ketogenic diet. I didn't dive into everything, but I wanted to kind of give you a simple, quick overview of what it is and some of the benefits of it. Overall, keto does definitely have some defined benefits, but is it body compositionally superior to non-ketogenic diets? No, it's not, and a lot of that is based off of research. Thank you guys so much for joining me. I hope you all enjoy your weekend. If you guys have any questions, I will leave 
uh, my Instagram and my email below in the details. Please send me some. If you have any topics that you would like me to talk about, please send those to me as well. Tell your friends and others about this. I hope you guys learned a little bit about the ketogenic diet. We'll see you next time.